The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain average it seems like five and a half probably your most common one a couple people dipping into the six only a couple people dipping as low as five uh and the seven you say was this, there was a seven in there somebody there was seven up yeah good yeah, there was a seven in there rolling through the sevens interesting uh do you feel higher or lower than the chat if you will it feels like a classic dynamite zooms in the way that it came out of the gate swinging swinging uh, and then there was sporadic ups and downs uh, beyond that. I, I I thought, well, I guess we'll get to it. Uh, lower, I guess, but not much lower. I, I was thinking 4.75, 5 kind of zone. Uh, how We're in the exact same spot. Yeah, 4.75 was my gut. And then I was like, am I going to be lower than every single person in the chat? Uh, and I was like, maybe I'll bump it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, as VZ said, maybe it's a strong 5. It's like a cruise. felt like a cruise control. I feel like right now. Um, these shows are sort of like every other week seems to be really crazy hype. And this was sort of the other week, you know what I mean? Where it's like next week looks pretty stacked. A couple weeks ago, we had one that was pretty stacked. This one, I think, took some big swings. I don't know that they connected in the way like Cole MJF was like a big swing of a segment that I would just like. Sorry, Zoops. Are we live? Yeah. I, I just woke up from that fucking segment. Oh my <laughs> God. Are we, are we on air? <laughs> Is this... um, not that this is a suffers from sort of thing. I think this is one of those things. That, and listen, we're we're we are in the zone now. Three years in, I'll be a little bit spoiled by this show, right? We're a little spoiled oh, sure. in that. Like the my complaint, I guess, was like the show was full of good matches, right? Like it was, it was good. It was good wrestling. There's no question about that. I really did enjoy. I I thought the Texas tornado were like super over delivered. I was like, this is chaotic and bloody yes, and, and wild. Um. It's numbed a little bit by already knowing the match announcements for Forbidden Door as well, right? Like, in another world, the Daniels Sonokata thing, like, blows your fucking eyebrows off your head. And you're like, holy Christ. It's still very cool. But, like, we, I also already saw that exact hype video today. Um, because, you're, you know, <laughs> sure. we're, we're, we're in an upper percentage of fans of the show. It's just sort of the 
nature of the beast that people, the 800,000 or whatever it is that watch, we're in that upper percent that 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 takes in everything on social media and doesn't miss a news drop and doesn't miss anything. So, um, you know, it's I'm not holding against them that it was a, a, a show full of good wrestling. Uh, I just don't know that it went over the top at any point. And, you know, I, I'm sitting back in this. I'm like, what am I really going to remember from this show? And it might be the squeaker fart of the Cole MJF, sure. which at least will be quick. And it might it might be the Preston Vance somehow. <laughs> Looked fucking amazing and badass. So um, that, that would not be a crazy uh, second place here. I, I thought my guy 10 became 11 tonight at a minimum. Uh, that, that was a fantastic <laughs> performance. A leveling up of the the most literal kind. It needs to be said, and the the bad faith morons on Twitter will will make fun of AEW fans for saying this, but anyone with a brain realizes it to be true. Forbidden Door is not about the build. It can be about the moments and the the crossover and, wow, so-and-so's on Dynamite, but you don't have half the talent on the television show generally you know we're, we're gonna get Okada on the go home and maybe in an ace video or something but they're, they're all on a house tour next week uh they're, they're, we're not get so there has to be holdover that's still interesting without payoff for forbidden door i'm willing to make that trade because forbidden door one was maybe the greatest pay-per-view i've ever seen yeah uh, and i have faith that this will be it the the two matches announced and again they, they make fun of this type of fan guilty as charged throw, throw me behind bars uh, they announced Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay and Brian Danielson and Okada. And there's people, since there's people on Twitter, I'm not, you're going to think I'm joking here. You're going to say, Jason, you're joking with me. Don't you lie to me. Don't piss in my glass and tell me it's weird. There's people complaining that there's no build for Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. These guys never need to be in the same building before they're in the same ring to me. I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah. Uh, but sign me up, Captain, for for those two guys. So I'm willing to sacrifice a couple episodes of television that don't aren't able to move plot forward by the nature of it. And I think that this was a good version of having to do that tonight. Couldn't agree more with that. Um, I don't like it. You know, I mean, my excitement for Forbidden Door is not hinging oh. on the next two dynamites. Right? I, I just yes. like I'm hundred percent in the door bought tickets the moment we could get getting more excited about it by the moment there's basically no combination that i won't be um thrilled by it it's it's an event it's a it's a pilgrimage it's it's it is its own standalone little universe it's nice if they can leave some things some things in but it doesn't need to be all out it doesn't need to be uh you know double or nothing it doesn't need to be blood feuds you know if you need a storyline for okada versus danielson you're just not really a wrestling fan it's sort of my Sort of that that obvious to me, but uh, yeah. Before we move, there are two yeah. generational talents fighting. Yeah, which one of them is the best wrestler of all time? Is what's <laughs> yeah. on the line. Yeah, that, that's uh, what's on the line. <laughs> uh, before you roll into the show, and I know we want to get into the review. We didn't uh, run through the subs, which you should. Sorry, should do. subs. I'm, I'm off tonight. Uh, hey, my name is Will. Tier one, twenty nine months is just here for a good time. Will, when you're here, Thanks, it is Will. a good time. Shout out to Will upgrading today. You see that on the Twitter? I Will did. Said, oh, I said, fuck it. I'm sitting third row. Will says. No way you're going to regret that. Like, again, Okada singles match front row already awesome. Oh, his opponent is Brian Danielson, by the way. Oh, so we sit in third just... row? We're not sitting third row, are we? we no, we we're in the, we're in the, the nosebleeds. Like, come on. The, the camera that's not the, true. The, the, the <laughs> camera will you if you're front row. They're going to say, <laughs> this one guy those... dwarfing the talent. I got us I media passes. Wow. You, do actually, you, you actually could. The thing is, you probably actually could. Yeah. Uh, I, hope, I hope the truth is somewhere in between those two extremes that you're presenting. It's not actually nosebleeds. <laughs> no, I, we're middle of the lower bowl, I think. 
Uh, I am yeah, subscribing for 19 months, adding CMFTR. You're goddamn right. Geesebrecht, 17 months, which is a year and five months. Pacefowl, 27 months, adding Uncle Howdy just hit Sister Abigail on Bray Wyatt. Efron, 31 months. That's a long time. Wrestling Brain Rules. That gets us to the hype train. We are not done there, though. 31 months for Kev Cell. Adam Cole does not have my body of work subscribing to this channel. That's actually damn true. true. Gandalf Lundgren with Prime. It's free. Yacht to do it. 10 months for Gandalf Lundgren. Bobby Burrito's gifting one out. Bobby Burrito's best t-shirts in the game. If you don't know, now you know. Exclamation point exploder in the chat. If you're not working, I think it is. Uh, CSUP of 55, 17 months, adding Iron Sheet, Colby Bubba, IRL, Life Highlight. We mentioned that before. Scoots Brodo says 23 months is two full years. 23 months subscribing with Prime for Scoots Brodo. And just now, just this minute, it's Dark Lord DKL. Three Thanks, Dark months Lord. for the Dark Lord. Thank you for sticking around, sticking with us, growing the community, being part of Wrestling Brain. The chat and the community is the best damn part of this whole thing. So let uh, we appreciate your 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 generosity. We appreciate the subs. Appreciate the follows. Appreciate the sound alerts. Uh, appreciate everybody. Cannot wait to see you in two weeks. Let's do the damn thing. I may live to regret saying this, dude, but I've missed the sound alerts. Yeah, I, I haven't mm. had them in uh, maybe a month now. Here yeah. in Uncle Howdy, whoa! Forgot forgot that could just happen. Forgot at any moment Uncle Howdy could just launch on this show. That, that's sort of our X Factor, maybe. Uh, a lot of things can just happen, sound alerts. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> a good reminder to keep my volume uh, knob within a lunging distance. Uh, thank you for the reminder. <laughs> a battle for the coolest guy in AEW kicks us off tonight, Zoobs. As Jane often does, it plays us into Dynamite. Orange Cassidy is here, putting his international title up on the line against swerve strickland now this was a popular pick on twitter today i put it out in our keep it or kick it which of course you can go there and see it every week at wrestling underscore brain also three keep it or kick it tonight and merch match tonight by the way folks it's back that i that i mentioned miss the sound alerts right yeah that was you know what summer salad josh did this this is josh this is on you bud i'm sorry to Oh, you are. <laughs> I'm gonna go find He's some food. Yeah, Matt, go Corn go get pops. some food. Of course, if you're here for the first time. Corn on the cob. This is the sound alert that triggers. Starch. Corn nuts. The segment. Apple juice. We call what's Matthew eating? Do you want to explain what's Matthew eating to the people? Linguini. I mean, Beef how long has Matt been on this show? Let's go. Let me start Tofu. there. Food. Do you think? Winter salad. When, See, it's salad. not a year. What's that? How old is your son? You 14 months. So probably around that long, right? Three, I guess so then. Carrots. Is that true? Wow. Carrot cake. Well, that was when I was doing more co- uh, guests. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right then. So maybe maybe it is 14 Fruit months uh, for Matt. Summer anyway, um, he would eat Winter uh, during the show because it's it's dinner time where you guys are, right? It's yeah, 7 o'clock right now. I meatloaf. Uh, this program. I can't believe you don't eat before that. I eat at like five thirty. Now that I have a kid, I eat at like five thirty-five forty-five. Pineapple. Listen, we got time. 
I have a broken brain, and I find eating while I'm no taking just like very unsatisfying. Three things. You're doing three things at once. Exactly. And it's like I feel like I'm doing none of it. And then the food's cold because I got kind of you're also you're also looking at your phone, writing tweets. You got a lot going on. Exactly right. So it's like okay, you know what? I I ate a pepperoni or a banana or something, but. Anyway. Matt's been on the show as long as a sound alert has. No kidding. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Matt usually eats in the background of the show because he is not on mic uh, as consistently as you and I are. Right. Um, it was distracting for me early on in the show where where the first touches of the, the classic Zoobs and Matt anti-humor that you've all come to know and love, um, <laughs> I would I would derail the show on my own to guess what Matt is eating, much to your, I would say, ire, uh, chagrin, maybe. I was even. not a fan. Uh, and then we came up with the idea that the sound alerts could be a, um, what's the word, blatant alternate income source. <laughs> yeah, I said, sure, we can keep this dumb shit around if, if it's put, if it's patent in the wallet, you know? My temper, uh, my, my sanity doesn't pay the rent. Now it's a full-on e-break into the show, um, and Matt takes center stage. Matt, you've gone to the kitchen, I assume, or pantry, if you will. Let's, let's hear a bite. Let's guess what you're eating. Okay, folks, welcome back to everyone's favorite segment, What's Matthew Eating, where I take a bite. Yeah, we, we, we introed it. Let's, let's get yeah, to the bite. We, 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 when you if were you guys gone. don't know, you should, you should, it's a really funny story about like the inception of this. Let's, uh, let's get a bite in here. Let's hear it. Ooh. Ooh, and it had some pull. Did you see that? It had some pull. It was, it was crunch, but then it had some real pull to it. Yeah, what are you thinking? I a cracker something like something. I felt like that cracker? was a cracker with like summer sausage on it. Yeah, I'm I'm going. Okay, I'm locking in uh, a cracker with meat or cheese on top. Charcuterie yeah. of some kind. Agreed. Very interesting. Crispy mini. Good guess. You have cracker mouth as well right now. Like yeah, no doubt. You have to clear... think about. You have to think about where I just was. Pantry, because... I assume. <laughs> yeah, for my honeymoon. Taking this hit. Um, the answer is a baguette. Mm. Oh, do we get that charcuterie? Nah, I, it, really. It's pretty charcuterie is pretty close. Charcuterie <laughs> is, yeah. Anyway, the answer was a baguette. Matt, hit the music. Let's take it home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you laughs> my favorite dog. bit. I do that bit every time. It's worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Here's the command. Uh, Scoot's guest uncooked lasagna sheet. Irish Mike Twenty One said bruschetta. That was a good guess too. That's that was the vein I was pretty thinking. close. Bruschetta is pretty close. <clears throat> the two coolest guys open up dynamite here. It's Orange Cassidy versus Swerve Strickland Zoobs. Uh, of course, we've said everything there is to say about Orange Cassidy during this run. I did not think he was going to lose tonight, but I think like eighty percent of our Twitter people who responded to uh, Keep It or Get It today did think Swerve Strickland was going to dethrone him today. I thought what was going to happen is we can get a Keith Lee fuckery and then move on into that finally. But I, I've lost my mind, Zoops. I, I'm trying to see. I'm like the Rorschach test guy where it's like, oh, all you're seeing is the, your secret thing. I'm I'm willing Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee into this feud that's just never going to pay off or end or be continued. I'm, I'm losing it. The, the, these guys aren't actually going to pay it off. What did you think of this match, Zoops? Uh, sort of a matador bull situation in either directions at both. A uh, fun match, I thought. So I'm among the 80%. I did sort of think Swerve was going to win. I thought, listen, it's not it's not subtle, the story they're telling about Orange, like being this incredible workhorse and his body starting to betray him and uh, all those things. It's been, it's been very blatant. And I thought the Swerve showing at the pay-per-view and I thought the damn numbers game, I, like, I thought they were going to find a way to finagle 
a title change and it wouldn't feel unearned and it wouldn't feel wrong. It would feel like here's a guy that has every reason to have momentum. And here is orange who is telling the story of it could go at any moment. Like it added up to me to be a reasonable time to get it off. And maybe you're looking for a surprise heading into a big weekend or, you know, a, a, for lack of a better word, sort of swerve to have your title change. So I did sort of think that swerve was going to win, which helps always with the near falls. Uh, I thought it took a minute. I thought it took until the first commercial break to really get me in. It did get sure. me there. Um, but I thought sort of the the opening salvo of this, I was sort of like, I had high expectations for the pairing. I had high expectations for the style mix because I am such a big fan of Swerve's work and I'm such a big fan of Orange's run. I was sort of looking very forward to seeing how those two paints would sort of come together on yeah. the canvas. And, and through the first commercial break, I was like, hmm, is this just one of those pairings that just doesn't quite work the way that it ought to? But then I thought they hit their start. I, I thought they hit the speed. Um, I was buying near falls. I thought there was some really great stuff in the back half with two really super talented guys that are um, near the top of the class in sort of this level of the cards. So I was I was pleased. I thought it was a nice way to open the show. Jane, as the show opening song, is, is an institution at this point in 2023. Yeah, it really is uh yeah i'm with you though i am i am also sort of waiting for like the we're getting baited a little bit we're, get, we're sort of getting teased to swerve uh, i don't know story payoff that a, a little bit more for swerve is on the way he's being positioned as like one step away from relevance um i would like to say him see him take that next step after the match, and, uh, and and I must say, Zeus, I don't know if you caught Dominion this weekend, but I got the sense that Orange Cassidy and Swerve maybe felt a little bit inspired by New Japan's summer offering because they did, like, the very New Japan finisher dump for Orange Cassidy where, like, you can believe that he's going to lose because you've seen him hit the Orange Punch. Now, granted, his hand was all jacked up, but you've seen him hit the Orange Punch for a kickout. He's hit the beach break for a really fantastic kickout, I thought, near the end of this match, and he had hit the mousetrap pin and Swerve had rolled out of it. So it took just like a more ordinary roll up to finally get the win here. But you'd see an Orange Cassidy do all the things he normally ends matches with. So your brain, if you're sort of meta watching it, enters that space. And I thought that was really cool uh, as well. But then the embassy is out to kick the ass of the exhausted and broken down Orange Cassidy. But don't worry, he's got backup zoobs. It's Darby Allen and Sting. That's cool backup. I, I like it's just like, oh stings my backup with a bat and everybody since 97 has to act mortified if sting with a bat shows up nothing could be worse like send the god of war after me but not sting with a baseball bat you know and a team of assassins anything but the crow and he's holding the bat in his hand uh so i thought that was a, a cool send-off and we're gonna go further in this direction i suppose not weird to you that he already has two guys that he's friends with in a faction that can come out and be doing his saves because they have a match on the show later, I can I can get with it. Yeah, and technically tonight they were in chaos, right? Technically tonight they were not best friends. <laughs> I hadn't they thought were... of that. That's true. They're, they made, the, yeah. Yeah, with Rocky, was... they're chaos. With Orange or alone, uh, best friends. And, of course, the Bandito, uh, best of egos. Very, very flexible, modular tag team. Can't wait to talk about them here. Uh, here we get... And, and I do want to say what Bobby Burritos has said here about Swerve and... Um, uh, Lee, because if it's intentional, I'm with it. Because Bobby says, I was frustrated by no Swerve and Keith blow off, but I listened to Paul Heyman today talk about holding off Sabu and Taz for years and waiting for both guys to be main eventers before they pay it off. If it is that meticulous and thought out, 
I would tease it like they did Sabu and Taz. Like these guys have alignment switches. They're sort of crossing hairs. Like they're never touching, granted. But I mean, we get like moments of Swerve and Lee and then zilch. They're just feuding. Well, one's feuding with other people. There's teaming with Dustin Rhodes. Um, so yeah, yeah, the spirit of that I'm with, but I think in playing out, it's just like a bit more random seeming than that. But maybe something is behind the scenes that's a little more clever than it appears and I'll praise it as such if it plays out that way. But I think that's a good shout there. Yeah, fair enough. Bobby Rudolph's in there listening to uh, Paul Heyman podcasts during the day. Appreciate that. If you're good, boy, all these people wasting their time. You're listening to Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, <laughs> uh, the, the Dork Patrol. At least with Paul Heyman, people go, "Why are you listening to him?" It's like, well, his, his immense track record of achievement, <laughs> <laughs> continued relevance. <not laughs> yeah, yeah, stopping at the turn of the century that was 23 years ago. Eric Bischoff's show is called 83 Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's all which I is, gotta is, say about yeah. that. <laughs> which is less time than AEW has been on the air. Um, Crazy town, but not for long. Somebody pointed that out today. Not not for too long. Kazuchika and Okada and Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson are fighting Zoobs. We've mentioned it many times, of course, off the top of this show. Uh, but here we get the video package that we had got at Dominion and teased on Twitter the next day. It's Bryan Danielson in Red Rocks. He's exercising. Come and get me, Rainmaker. There will be no rain. Of course, we had seen this already, but I am glad they played it on TV because I think it's a good enough promo that the masses should see it. Though I suppose probably more see people see it on Twitter than live on Dynamite. But nonetheless, this got me hype. Anything else you want to say about it? Zeus? We sort of already talked about this match a little bit off the top. Yeah, I mean, this is a super-duper dream match. This is... Uh... You don't have to go back very far in your life to convince yourself that this would never happen for like 10 different reasons of just like the company doesn't exist. Danielson isn't wrestling. The companies don't commingle. Uh, the company does exist and Danielson isn't in it. The company does exist, but they don't have a working relationship with New Japan. The company doesn't exist, does exist, but they have a relationship with New Japan, but not with guys on Okada's level. All those things are out the way now. And we are getting uh, this unbelievable matchup. This just like you're, we're so spoiled. I said before, we're just so spoiled. Um, what a dream! And to your point, sort of indicative of the whole idea of Forbidden Door. It's like I don't need this. Is all I need. I need, I need. I get one package with which each of them talking, footage of the fact that they're both great, and we're done. I don't need. It doesn't need to be MJF Adam Cole where there's like a twenty minute. I don't need twenty minutes of promo from Danielson about why he wants to beat Okada. It's, if you're a wrestling fan, you get it, and you're excited, and that's done. That part's done. Let's build something else now. It's it's uh, it's really exciting and really cool, and, and it is just that easy sometimes. And we may even get Okada, like, running out, saving the elite from the BCC, like, just to give, get us, like, a moment. What if we get that coin flip, Zoobs? Mama Mia! Brian Danielson is out here to take to the commentary desk. You were remarking last week on how good he was on commentary, Zoobs. Really, I, I couldn't agree more. I thought even maybe even better this week, or maybe I was just paying attention because it was brought up, but whatever it was, I really thought he was fantastic. Um, he's he's making light of the best friends, and that's who, of course, the remainder of the BCC is here to fight. The best friends joined by Rocky Romero, a team I like quite a bit. Uh, Rapongi 3K meets best friends, whatever you want to call it. Um, but when they go for the big hug spot to, for the big applause, Brian's like, yeah, you might say I just hang out with a different type of crew. I'm like, 
why is he not going for a pin? You're hugging in the middle of a match. Doesn't make any sense. Brian can get away with this stuff in the BCC and it's sort of what he believes about wrestling. We know to be true as well. So I think there's a lot of fun happening there. Really like Brian on commentary. And I really thought this match kicked ass very kicked ass rather uh, very easy for me to get behind. Chuck Taylor is the long drawn out beat down baby face, which is exactly what he was in this match. Uh, what do you think of this one, Zoobs? And maybe it's finished, the double TKO spot, ref calling it uh, just, just a stoppage by the BCC. And the very first move of the match is a Chucky pile driver for a pin that gets broken up, not uh, oh. not kicked out of. Yeah, no, uh, no one's kicking will, out of it, please. I will point out. Um, yeah, waffle? I mean, listen, it, 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 was, uh, it was served up on a platter for us, right? The BCC trios every week, um, they're sort of in that... Um, for lack of a better comp comparison, they're sort of in that that like real prime shield trios era where it was like every you put them in there every week against anybody, and you're like, all three of these guys look like fucking supreme badasses. The guys they're fighting look like badasses. They look like they're a cut above. It's yeah. hard not to say they're not they're not the best group in the world. Um, it's been really effective, and it's been a really nice run for them. And and you know we're guys that we're not uh, super jazzed about the trios. Sure, uh, division is not our preferred style of wrestling, but they are in a zone where like you can put them in there, and it's a showcase, and it's it's sort of um, can't take your eyes off um, sort of work. And you know, you said um, it's easy, obviously, to give a lot of credit here to BCC, and we do it at week in and week out. But I mean, Rocky and Chuck and Trent, they have just an endless trove of 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 combo moves of, of double team moves or triple team moves. it's incredible the 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 full amount of things that they can go to and the spaces they can play in and the skills they do have um it's a great mix you have six guys who are like well five guys who are like veterans of veterans and a, and a shithead little uh heel in in yuda who is you know really coming into his own as sort of the the shithead guy that grabs the scraps and and sort of grabs the ankle and doesn't let go that little dog in the fight that like finds his openings and then gets in there and sort of is the knife in the ribs uh sort of guy on the team i think is uh really effective and he's really coming to his own and they've done a great job we've said so much that like claudio can just be the, the silent guy who fucking screams during the matches because he's so hyped up mox is a great um leveler a great tone setter a great reset button for the for any match um it's great they're they're a really great combination this is a really great combination of six guys yeah how about that claudio uppercut to finish the match oh too? my god yeah i'd be remiss what a fucking spot holy Brutal. geez it looks like a murder on the outside and to wheeler yuda you know he's not my favorite wrestler in the world but it tells you wrestling really is just all about presentation who would you rather be right now wheeler yuda who is the fourth guy in bcc and all that that entails i know he pinned kenny omega but that it was sort of novel for that he is still obviously the fourth of four guys in uh bcc you'd way rather be him than the the recent title challengers jungle boy sammy Guevara, darby allen maybe darby you could argue but even then you'd probably still rather be this guy over here or even hook later on in the show it's just interesting Pre presentation and where the person is and how they do their think of it wasn't that long ago wheeler yuda was forced to be promoing with mjf and he was getting slaughtered and, and he looked like a doofus we've, we've cut the crap he's out there with the tough guys and he's acting tough and it's it's just obvious that you can good booking is one thing but figuring it out is way more important like you 
Wheeler Yuta doesn't need to be winning right now. He's figuring it out, and that's way more important. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're. I think they've used him really well. That they, they there there were some rough moments. There was some touch and go in the early on. I think they figured it out though. I think they have the secret sauce. And I think Danielson um, is a huge part of that. Obviously, sort of allowing him to occupy that space and and move even further down. I mean, I think. Claudio's benefited as well as sort of you had now you have two mouthpieces you don't need to pass the mic around four times um, maybe you do need to pass it around twice but if you need to pass it around twice you don't get much better than the character work that Danielson does and, and the straight out of a shotgun that you get from Mox after those two talk you really don't need to say anything more and I think that's benefited them a lot it's a good thing to own and ditto for Claudio you know it's, we, okay hands off we're good seems I gotta say we're on some kind of wavelength tonight I agree. On some kind of wavelength because I've written down my keep it or kick it first keep it or kick it of the evening on my new cue cards not going back to the notebook and it is you're going to see why it was novel in a moment because okay. I'm just going to get to it the first of three keep it or kick it of, of the evening of course if you are one of our subscribers you can go down to your emotes bar you can select either the keep emote or the kick emote they are as they sound your reaction to the prompt I'm going to give keep like kick hate thank you Maddie ready on the music here we go Keep it or kick it. This statement, Blackpool Combat Club will go down as John Moxley's best faction. I'm surprised. Well, I'm not. And I'll tell you, we're not playing with the decks a little stacked, right? We, we will be the first to admit that this is a, it's an AEW show. It's an AEW sure. Um, I think if you put this out to the masses, you would, you would be closer to 50, 50. Sure. Yeah. I, I would think so. Or, or maybe even leaning kick, but I'm with it. I got no problem putting BCC over, you know, one of them's got freaky Seth in it, and the other doesn't. If, that, if, that, if that's how you voted, no problem. You know, if that, is that if that you're like, nope, I get it. BCC doesn't his, have that. His middle name is Freaking. Um, which, geez, some parents. Uh, I'll run through it anyway. Uh, Truly McGinnis starts it with <laughs> Keep, as does Sever One, Gritchy, Pace Fell, Kev Cell, Niblitz 05. And my name is Will. In the Dark Lord, DKL. Scoots Brodo breaks it up with a kick. Uh, VZ keeping. Bobby Burrito's keeping. Sludge Williams keeping. JS604 keeping. Hi, it's me, RL keeping. Mr. Penderloin keeping. Two kicks. I may have in Giesbrecht. And a final keep from Gandalf Lundgren. We like what we like. AEW says Jay's Retro. No qualms here. Um, I do think, undoubtedly, I'll say this for certain in this in this conversation it's 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 not even close that it's a cooler mox right it's like oh yeah sure 
is is the version of John Moxley Dane Ambrose? Is it is it it's 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 not even close, yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah. is. It, you you have a clear um, guy that isn't feeling it to the full potential to a guy that like very clearly right now is just living his dream and this is all he's ever really wanted it to be um and is i think right now at this exact stage this exact part of the year okay with being in second gear third gear doesn't have to have it revved to the floor can turn it up when he has to for the big matches but also gets to like keep it on the road pretty pretty smoothly right now to a degree that he would have been frustrated doing i think in new york because it was like it just didn't wasn't fitting um so i think that is a is a no doubter what i think are people forgetting kurt angle was in the shield maybe as yeah as was uh hunter age i wasn't gonna bring that up (laughs) i also would be i would be remiss of my duties if i didn't correct any uh, heinous mistakes zoobs you were saying that uh seth freaking rollins is his real name that is not actually true it's uh tyler freaking black oh wow Black, yeah, that's much cooler. That's way cooler. Yeah, that's way. That's way. I can see why they wouldn't let him use that name. That's too. That's too cool. <laughs> too cool. They probably already had a guy named Tyler on the roster. I was, what I assume, literally yeah. what I assume was happened there. Yeah, they said breed. Oh no, we got can't have two guys named two people don't have their same first name. That doesn't happen. No. Yeah, that shit. Get out of here. Uh, the hung bucks are backstage. Never need to hear this phrase again. Uh, it's the hangman Adam Page, and he's hanging out with the Young Bucks. They're the Hung Bucks, Zoobs. Yep. Yeah. Um, anarchy was just the beginning. We knew it. Of course. Now they want a three v three. Let's see how you can do without Danielson, without Takeshita. This is just a confusing challenge to you. You may have beat us, but with, like I understand saying Takeshita. I was like, but can you do it? Without is Brian even the best fighter in BCC? Isn't it Mox? It is a funny challenge, but like, let's see if we both take away our best guy. Who's yeah, like, well, yeah, that's not really well, that's not really how yeah. being the best works. But yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're fighting uh, wrestling brain, you you got to fight the zoos. You can't you right. can't skip. You can't move. <laughs> oh, I'll take on Josh. I'll take on Matt. No, 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 no hang on. Yeah, it's like we we challenge wrestling brain to a superiority contest. I want Matt one on one. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> we like Matt and he represents us, but it's not you're not fighting all of wrestling brain. You know, you're not. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, listen, yeah, we knew this was happening. We knew that we know canonically that uh, anarchy in the arena is the beginning and not the end. Well, yeah, Strange. yeah, I, the match will be great. Obviously, there's no getting around that. Um, but it's not a feud I need stretched out into infinity. But again, we need these space fillers for between Forbidden Door. I still think these teams are probably on the road to blood and guts. So uh yeah. There you go. The hung bucks. The hung bucks. Which is not new. That's not a new name. No, but it, yeah. You hate hearing it. You know, when they weren't on TV, you never heard it. It's it it, it Hangman was uh, able to get away from a dick joke. Uh, for a little while there but yeah no longer he's back with his buddies <laughs> he's got the worst tasted friends this guy hanger because and then the, the other guys he goes oh i'm, I'm gonna go with evil uno and the dark art or dark order huh? yeah not the best go, go show blackpool combat go hang out with mox and eddie backstage you know you were drinking with ftr there for a minute go go you know yeah he was wasn't he yeah they had a i think they were a tequila and a beer together I think the battle lines are probably drawn pretty pretty tight right now on the Yeah, you on, might be right. On the... More on that later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh here we get a Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega promo. 
it just explains it. I thought it was very noteworthy. If you ask people, who's the better promo, Kenny Omega or Will Ospreay? Like, to me, the answer is obviously Will Ospreay, but I think lots of people would say Kenny Omega. And then I'd point to this, where it's like, then why are they using all Will Ospreay promos for the voiceover while they do both of their moves? <laughs> They're just killer yeah. Will Ospreay lines for the for the entire backdrop of these guys doing awesome moves. And again, their first match is an instant classic that we're going to see the rematch. This is, I mean, anything could break out in front of us, and I thought this package was good. Yeah, I mean, Forbidden Door is in great shape in that if they made it literally only two matches, I would pay the same amount of money that I was already paid and be as excited like everything it's already we're already at everything else is gravy right yeah there's been exactly two matches right. announced i'm good to go i'm you guys have done it uh don't care what else is on the show really i'm sure it'll all be great and i'll get excited about that stuff too but in terms of how are you using the top four basically names involved no notes no fixes yeah. let's see where you have tanahashi let's see what we're doing lij let's see what we're doing um with uh the new guy who was on the who was on uh yeah Yuka. you said you said uh lij of course suji yeah well, so let's suji. see let's see takahashi is... there's like awesome um there's some exciting guys but like you know i, I want to know basically when you announce for door i want to know what okada's doing i want to know what danielson's doing i want to know what omega is doing i want to know what osprey's doing the only one left is like who is punk fighting and it's probably going to be kenta right so but zoobs <sighs> Do you want to know what MJF's doing? Because he's out to tell you. He's contractually obligated to be here. Did I say that right? Contractually obligated? Contractually, yeah. A tough one to say. Uh, he's that. Uh, to be here in Colorado, which sucks. Now, I did like him going after them for weed. Because that's something I do know is like specific to Colorado. It's like, I know your brains are fried. You're a bunch of drug addicts. Like th This makes sense to the MJF character. But then he literally is just like, this is the most boring place in the world. Your mom Come swallows. On. It's very rough. Um, But I, I was expecting, because he kept saying there's nobody in this federation who can step Wrestling to my level. Wrestling brain baby. Thank you, Corvax1266, for subscribing with Prime. And he keeps going, oh, I, or not with Prime, sorry, just subscribing normal style. Really appreciate it. 17 he, months? Keeps going, oh, there's no one in this fed. And I keep thinking a new Japan talent's going to come up here. I'm expecting Tanahashi. I say, Anything oh, you, yeah, you don't, you don't, you th fucking think so. You fucking Anything think no one in this fed. I'll show you who's no one. All right, here comes the, and then it's not the ace. Suge. After a very boring uh, couple minutes, he's interrupted by the Bay Bay man. Here comes Adam Cole. And now I am about to just dump all over this segment, but it needs to be said that it was very over. Okay. Yes. So this is always the Adam Cole dichotomy because I don't enjoy him. This guy, there's not a room you could put this guy in that he's not over. So, obviously, mileage will vary on how much people enjoy this. This is just my opinion, but it needs to be said. Like, if it's working in pro wrestling, why would you change it? And this was a hot segment, so Lord knows. But they start with sort of a respect angle where he's like, I was a fan of Adam Cole. After Punk left me, I started watching you in Ring of Honor. But Ring of Honor actually sucks. I agree with this crowd. Ring of Honor is no good. You used to be the Panama Playboy, Zoobs. Now you're the Panama Game Boy. <laughs> uh, a Panama Game Boy, Zoobs. Yeah, streaming on Twitch is lame. He's got, he's got the, he got it. <laughs> he is, he's got, yeah, he is right about that. It is colossally uncool <laughs> to stream on Twitch. He does. That is absolutely true. Um, oh, and then 
<laughs> out comes Adam Cole. He's firing back. I this was exactly what everybody thought. He's fought. He's fought through everything. Max hasn't done anything. He's not going to address any of the Brit stuff because he's pretty sure Brit would be- beat up Max. These guys talked forever. Yeah. So everyone's saying this segment was fine. It was just five to ten minutes too long. How could a wrestling segment be fine and ten minutes too long? That's a, ten minutes is a long time to <laughs> what? be too long. <laughs> big big portion. Yeah. Big. How long portion. do you think wrestling segments are? That's 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 uh, what's Matt eating played five times. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how too long you're talking. <laughs> what? Um, not what was it was not a fan of this segment at all. You're so fragile, crack whores are jealous. Ooh. I, I don't am I stupid, Zeus? I don't know what that means. Crack whores uh, are fragile. What am I missing? Frail. He's oh, a frail. they're full of crack. Frail. This is like, like frail. His, his frail. Oh, frail. So like a like um, as if uh, like skinny and right. strung out. I got it. Yeah, yeah. drugged out and yeah. Okay, I got it. Sorry, that makes a lot more sense than what I heard and wrote down in my notes. It makes me feel smarter, though, that I just misunderstood. I wasn't wrong. I love when that happens. <laughs> I love it. Love, love, love. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I couldn't believe how into this everybody was. Uh, he redoes the Adam Cole carrying a cross promo to him, which I actually thought was sort of cool, and the crowd came alive for it when he goes, Adam Cole, they do everything to make you cool. They give you the big song, the big video, that you get your own reality show. You know what they do to make MJF cool? They ring the freaking bell, which I think is a good line, both delivered by Adam Cole to Karrion Cross and here MJF to Adam Cole. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was not into this. Oh, yeah, they bring up Vince McMahon. Hey, mm-hmm. sorry, Zips, I've been talking a long time. Can I say one last thing and then I'll let you devour the segment? I suppose so. Thank you very much. This world is so grim. And they and MJF brings up that Cole, Vince McMahon never thought he was a star. He was going to be Keith Lee's manager. There are so many crowds that would have gone, started bowing or thank you, Vince. This crowd, when Vince McMahon was brought up, said, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. (laughs) This was heartwarming to me. I'm not even joking. My bar for wrestling crowds is here. It, It could not. People who like the same stuff I like couldn't be lower. But uh, that this was heartening to me tonight. Fuck that guy. The mention of Vince McMahon's name. Uh, yes. Listen, I'm with you. There's some stuff that's like, there are some things in here that are are on the good side, right? I thought, uh, I thought he was going to alter the carry and cross promo to instead of doing ring the bell, he was going to do give me the mic or something, right? Or turn the T like start the show or something and not do because like he's. The, the pure in-ring isn't sort of his calling card, right? He's sort of... The, no, for sure. It's the carrying shows and promos, and it's all that stuff. Um, Cole hinting that he's not uh, clean, that he's on that he's on the juice, I thought was an interesting shot, an interesting way to take it. I just... Uh, having just come off the uh, Four Pillars feud, I just didn't want to do oh, another... I don't want to do another yes. feud where it's like the guy feuding with MJF is like, you take shortcuts and I work the hardest and I put on great matches and I work so hard and I deserve it and you're lazy and you're not a good champion. It's like he's won all the matches. Like he's... he's. There's been some chicanery, but he's not ducking challenges. He's he's faced CM Punk. He faced all three, all three of the pillars. He had the Iron Man against Danielson. The way he wins them, regardless, uh, he's having the matches and winning them. So it's like it does. It's not as strong a point as if he were, um, you know, 
the the prime Seth Rollins title run where he's like literally oh running God, away from man. these challenges and like not facing them. He's not doing that, so it doesn't hit with the same veracity. And I'm just sort of tired of the of the talking point of that being what people are bringing to MJF of the like you're a not a real champion and I'm a real hard worker. It's like find another way in, right? See, that's what made the CM Punk thing so good was he found another way in. He attacked the the heart of him, and I thought I thought Danielson did that well as well. And listen, not everybody, not every challenge is going to be Danielson and CM Punk. We're very aware that, that those are two of the greatest of all time at doing this, but find a way to get in that isn't just I'm a hard worker, I'm I work harder than you and deserve it more than you. There's got to be a way in that you can attack MJF in a way uh that actually gets to him beyond your fiance left you. That is like it's a it's a good bit, but I think it's been used four feuds in a row someone's used it to yeah. like me get there halfway anyway it's a one-week build they're fighting next week i'm happy with that this probably isn't going to be as dragged out because they do have to get both these guys probably on the forbidden door card it's a decent easy defense for mjf and i for all of our uh, uh not connecting with adam cole uh on the mic and as a presence he is somebody that Double or nothing, maybe uh, notwithstanding, knows where to be, knows which beats to hit, knows yeah. how to how to work a crowd, knows how to build a match, knows how to hit his cues. Is a very good professional wrestler. I'm sure the match will be good and will deliver. It just this was this wasn't you know. I think I think MJF was trying really hard to get this to the line, and, and he he sets these things up for people to step up. Um, and Cole is just not our guy, also, right? So yeah, it's, it's it also a help. handicap of like I don't know what Cole even would do. That would get you and I there. So, all in all, a little long, a little soft. Um, not a big win for me. Couldn't agree more. And even a step further, it's like MJF is a liar. Like, even if it's not true, it's like MJF lies all the time. And secondly, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. We just heard it. Like, so, so you have to do something different. Even if it's true or you Cole can make it sound true. It's like, we, we did, this is what we just heard guys accuse him for. Like, you have to do something different and like you say I, I hate to just always be on the cm punk hill but he is so good at this and like just finding a different reason to be feuding with somebody and it's it's a under um an under present characteristic I, I enjoy it yeah thank you for the follow mr whirly we do this every wednesday come on back zigalicious with the first time chat saying cool line but isn't mjf's whole thing that he doesn't wrestle until he needs to yeah but then you know cole got to him so he gets fired up all right next week and it is a one of these horrible snip matches where it's like cole if he wins gets a shot at the champion awesome a title eliminator match because i hate this step tough vince didn't think he had it neither do I. I i i didn't know we could say vince on the channel so that is that is interesting i suppose yeah, that's yeah, that's not nothing, I guess. Sorry, one more thing. I did like Cole accusing him of taking steroids. That's cool. Yes. More of that, Adam Cole. Agreed. Just be like, you talking about my body? You're taking steroids. You know how I know? Look, your he should come out there with before and after pictures. You know, let's <laughs> go, Jeff Nowitzki on his ass. That's for that's for the real ends. Okay. Uh, the Hardy Boys are backstage with Ethan Page, who now works for Matt Hardy. What a role reversal. You remember when Matt Hardy, now it's the change. Now Matt Hardy works for uh, Ethan Page. Why do I feel like I don't know anything about this? I'm like, so I, I do this show every week. I don't write for it. And I'm always like tangentially aware of this universe. But not, I never have the fullest, like water in my hands is the Hardy and Ethan Page uh, pairing. With Isaiah Cassidy here, 
He doesn't want to take advantage of Ethan Page like Ethan Page did of him. He wants to show him how to be good and to use his ego for good. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for that. How many times is Ethan Page going to have to learn this lesson to just stop getting involved in random <laughs> slap together uh, factions, man? We have no idea your alignment. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Like every time he takes a step forward, he takes two big ones back. He gets tied up. Uh, like you said, I, I watch the show every week. I have no idea what this story even is. Who is, uh, man. No, I criticized Miro for not taking the Ethan Page spot, but did he know this far out? What (laughs) spot? What are you even talking like? Yeah, holy uh, Jungle Hook versus Kalistico and our man uh, Preston Vance here. Holy guacamole zooms! Uh, I'm like, there's a Texas Tornado match, which everybody knows is the best video game step in all wrestling games. It's a <laughs> it's a tag match, but all competitors are active. So it's basically just a no DQ four-way where a pin ends it for both teams. It's a great rule set. It's always hard to shoot on television or on pay-per-views. I think they did a pretty good job of it tonight. But, you know, it really is just two singles matches going on where the competitors switch off sometimes. But I thought it, the camera did a good job tonight. And I was looking for it. My God, Zoops. I don't know if they meant to cut open Preston Vance so much or if his blade job went askew. But when he goes down for the barricade, he comes up and I'm like, is Hook bleeding? And then I'm like, no, Preston Vance is gushing on Hook. Holy guacamole, Zoops. Blood on both these guys. Uh, I think you sort of alluded to it early, but easy match to love here, right? Yeah, one of those ones where you're sort of the match starts and then you look at your phone or something and you look back up and you're like, wait a second. This (laughs) is... Absolutely, absolutely chaotic, like violent, uh, super sick. I was like, man, Preston Vance, there's something here. Uh, Calistio's got his mask all ripped up. These guys are just, these four are just beating the absolute shit out of each other. Like, God damn, what is this? Uh, sick, man. This is the promise of AEW is like in the middle of the shows. Sometimes you have these random corkers. You have these plunder matches. You have guys going through tables. You have guys getting hit with chains. You got guys flying all over the place. You got blood and violence. Uh, super cool, man. Preston Vance. I'm I'm never looked better to me. Couldn't agree more. I, you know, sometimes Zoobs, I have uh, nitpicky criticisms about matches. Here's a very detailed compliment that I I liked quite a bit, which is you know people always it's like what's a kendo stick doing under a wrestling ring what's uh what are even tables doing under a wrestling ring like what are these things doing here drillistico going over the barricade and getting bright green tv cable look i, I can't think of, i've ever seen this before it felt sort of death matchy where you're actually grabbing something that's around obviously this one was set up bright green good visual but I would love if there was more feels sort of like NWA studio wrestling. Like what's around or get panel off this table. I don't know. I just thought this was a nice touch in this match. And we, we've seen a lot of hardcore wrestling in AEW recently and somebody going for a different weapon and one that makes sense to be around and would work to strangle jungle boy and have a really good effect with the green uh, shout out to Julisico. I thought a, a cool, a cool way to go about this. Uh, Pace in the chat correctly pointing out. Vance doesn't mind bleeding. He bled through the mask for Mox the one time where Mox, did he bite him zooms? And Max, Uh, but whatever he did you're right maybe the vance man doesn't mind bleeding and uh, i say god bless him for it yeah uh chat rushing in to tell you that rush does the cable thing so roosh pardon me does the cable thing so it's it's an lfi gimmick that he's love it co-opting there you go absolutely love that thought it was very cool 
What do you think of Jungle Hook the pairing? Should it continue? Quite an overact on this show here. Uh, we didn't really, of course, this match, we didn't really get to see them interact as a tag team all that much. But uh, some cool spots here, ending in a double submission. I think they both hit like one to the inside, one to the outside. So some double spots, but do you like these guys together? Yeah, I think it's good rehab for uh, Jungle. I think it's sort of... He could, he needed it after maybe limping through that uh, the, the pillars. I think he was pretty clear near the bottom of that feud. And I was in favor of not breaking up in the first place. I thought um, they were doing each other a lot of favors. And it's another way. It's, an, it's a way to get Hook on the show a lot. It's a way to get Hook experience, uh, which he's continuing just hours in the ring is helpful for him. Um, it's a great way to sort of be able to paper over some of the things he's not great at quite yet and allow him to look great at the stuff he is really great at while accumulating ring time and getting into different situations and thinking on his feet and having different types of matches. I think it's a really beneficial pairing. I, I, I would, I would run with this for a while until yeah. I had jungle boy turn and, and see if you can get both of these guys coming out of this even bigger. I think that would be the, the, the road that I would go down, but I think for the meantime, for the next little bit, um, ton of benefit for both these guys that the, the continued overness of hook and, and his, continued use week in week out is really valuable as is the rehab for jungle boy if you can come out of this um a little serious up a little angrier a little a little more of a of a of a name and a, of a, of a guy that we know and are is building something i think it's uh i think it's a good thing going Subjo, you know what you might have just stumbled into there the most vital hair versus hair match that could ever happen in AEW history hook versus yeah, jungle big boy. loss yeah. <laughs> and a perfect time for Jungle Boy to turn heel and lose the match. Because it's not even an option for Hook to lose the hair. Yeah. No. Come on now. Even you, the leader team, play ball. You would say, never Hook. I'm not trying to shave people's heads who have full heads of hair. I don't I don't want that to be. Vigilante. I've never once you come close to suggesting that's, play the, that's the point of it. Yeah. But, but it doesn't it doesn't hurt the cause if like a famous big time guy with some hair joins but I'm, i would disagree actually i think it does hurt the cause if people are doing it for style and not necessity oh. okay it's, it's, so it's, when like, it's like steve austin who still has hair goes chrome dome that's bad i for would disagree i would disagree that he could grow his hair out if he wanted to that's i don't agree with that we all I've saw stunning late, we all I've saw seen, stunning i've seen too. late hair stone cold steve austin that was not a I'm making a fashion choice. Uh, well, allow me to introduce you to the most famous wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan Zooms. What are you talking about? Austin's hair was still here. He had, he had yeah. eight inches to go. Right, but that, but my my point exactly is, is Hogan is bald. That's sort of the thing. He can, he can grow all the hair. Like, I can grow all the hair I want. I it will always be bald. It's not a... Like, Hogan's my, my bald hair is to not you? shaved right now. It just It's always bald. So was Hogan's that? bald to you? Correct. Oh, wow. What do you call that stripe of hair? <laughs> That's the same as mine. I don't know what you like. I have hair in the same place. I am bald. <laughs> would, if you did nothing, would you grow hair as long as Hulk Hogan there? I'd sure eventually at some point I would. Yeah. Wow. That'd be so cool. What's that Patreon goal? <laughs> lots, Josh's Patreon. <laughs> yeah, lots, my Patreon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Uh, I thought a very fun finish here is Jungle Boy goes for a DDT onto a chair. That pin is interrupted. I like Jose the Assistant, or Jose the Assistant. He's not Jose Aldo. Uh, Jose the Assistant getting involved. He rips off his shirt, cancels the pin. Jungle Boy goes over on him, gets, hits the snare trap back down onto Preston. His hook hits the red rum on uh, Jalistico, and they uh, get a double submission to end the match. I thought this was, yeah, really, uh, it, when you see the poster tonight, some people were saying maybe match of the night. For me, easy match of the night and not the one I would have called to be match of the night. So uh, nice work by everybody. Agreed fully. Yeah, agreed fully. 
Oh, you love these zooms. A little zooms made on the show here. And Tony Khan has unlearned how to be calm in front of the camera. He, he, he's, he's back to <laughs> summoning, summoning some sort of God and channeling it through his body as he delivers an announcement. As he lets us know the first collision main event. Zoops, I'm just going to read it out and get your reaction here. Jay White with Juice Robinson and Samoa Joe taking on CMFTR, CM Punk, and the current AEW Tag Team Champions, FTR. What do you think? I mean, it's obviously exciting to have a Punk match. Uh, that alone will carry a lot of weight. I don't really, you know, I'm not like, it's not ideal for me. It's not, it's not what I would book if you gave me the, the situation. Sure. Yeah, there's like four too many people in it for what I would want, <laughs> right? That to be, it's like, I would rather have a CM Punk singles match than any six people together, right? It's like, it's not as interesting to me to have a, a slap together, uh, you know, Samoa Joe is in Bullet Club for a day. <laughs> so well, one that you know is an angle just to get into Joe and Punk and the, the whole thing. That this is I'm telling I'm just telling you the honest God truth. The first thought that crossed my mind when I saw this six man posting, I thought Juice Robinson's the smartest guy who's ever lived. Yeah, this guy <laughs> is married to Tony Storm. He's got it. He, he's in the CM Punk main event. I'm the only person who likes him. I don't know. No, no one else likes this guy as a wrestler. He is there. Samoa Joe, Juice Robinson, and Jay White. One of these things, and CM Punk and FDR. One of these things is not like the other. But he's there, man. Long live Juice Robinson. I, I think I'm a little more hyped for this match than you. I, I, I totally agree with you spiritually about, like, obviously a dream match for the first collision would be basically CM Punk versus any of the guys on the other team. Maybe not Juice Robinson, but certainly Jay or Joe. <laughs> Jay or Joe would be a bigger deal. That said, when you start to imagine the different pairings that will take place in this six man and how they're going to save the Punk tag for a while, you're going to get a Joe Punk moment and some sort of continuation there i don't know there's a lot to play with jay white and dax there there's a lot to chew on for me as a main event i just hope punk speaks on the episode as well um as wrestling i got a good a little i got a good name for their trio guys if you if you want to pitch it to you yeah i'm all here australian radio station triple j yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I called Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. So it's, it's sort of already taken. There you go, Jaron Jackson Jr. in the in the NBA. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's not the worst. Maybe some uh, PTSD that uh, CMFTR was where this whole fucking thing started falling apart in the first place. Yeah, CM Punk diving in and breaking his ankle was the yeah. Let's CMFTR. keep it safe, boys. Let's keep it. heading into Forbidden Door. It's like, like this is like it's like the exact same. as <laughs> the exact exact scenario that fucked Tell up me when the you're entire done. company for the last year. Maybe that's why I'm a little less excited than some people. Yeah, and it's not like Joe doesn't work rough either. Listen, he did it diving into the crowd, right? It wasn't. That's it didn't true. happen in the match. Yeah, it's funny. And we need to remember that in wrestling. So many of the big injuries are just like, like Pac, one of the most athletic, wild men. It's hurt on a baseball slide. Think of all the things this guy does. Busts up his like baseball sliding around. Madness. Um, I'll credit Tony Khan here, Zoobs, because, and this sort of more confirms your criticisms, to be honest, but I thought this is the best booking you can do while giving absolutely nothing away. Certainly. Like there, you, you are giving dick. Like there's nothing being given away here. Nothing being said, but everybody can sort of go off. And like I said, the pairings, but so, you know, more of a confirmation of what you said than a point against, but 
what I got. For yeah, and I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's obviously going to be really exciting, and the, and the countdown to that uh, begins today, ten days away from from a CM Punk match. No matter who is in it, he could be fighting anybody. He could be him against Spears, and you would be, I would be, I'd be, I'd be thrilled. So they did him against real. Spears, and I was thrilled. Yeah, so <laughs> they could run it back. They could run. Yeah, back against Spears. give me Punk Spears too. Although now that uh, Spears has had a kid, the only person that he can engage with is uh, Christian. That's as soon as, soon as you're, you're in that zone, you're on the Christian radar in my mind. Zoops here. Now we get another video on Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay and uh, the official match graphic. I don't know why I did this, Zoops. I brought us right in to keep it or kick it out of a segment. I rarely do that. This feels like a misstep by me. I apologize to everybody. Uh, but we're going to get to our second of three keep it or kickets of the evening. It's just this simple. Keep it or kick it. This statement, Will Ospreay is kicking out of the one-winged angel. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. Hey. Keep it or kick it. Come on. Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. Run that shit back. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it. Feels like clairvoyant Josh is making a play here. I feel like something is in the air and Josh has picked up on it and is letting us know wow, that he how is. did you that is funny. How did you read me? That's that's dead on. How'd you know that? Well, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't ask that question, I think, if you didn't have any claim this might be happening. Sure. Uh and you split it pretty well. Nibble so five agrees, JS six oh four and Scoots Brodo kick. Hi, it's me, RL and Geesprek. Keep Bobby Burritos kicks. BZ and Gritchy keep no clue what this is. Truly McGinnis, hey, my, uh, and Maddie Mac uh, kick. Kirk Penderloin keeps C755 keeps. Pardon me, kicks and seventh offensive keeps. It's about 50 50, maybe right on it. Um, if Kenny's winning us a sure thing, says Gritchy, it pains me, but I keep, says VZ. I think I assume you are keeping. I would, I would be keeping that, yeah. And I've never said it before either. It feels like uh, people always that so many of Kenny's big matches. They're saying, "Oh, he's gonna maybe someone so should kick out of the one wing angel." I know Hangman people were saying it for. Um, I know people think it should only ever be a Bushies. That kind of feels like a waste to me. Um, I feel like you can give somebody that rub. And boy, they're talking about the one winged angel a lot in this. It's uh, I don't know, and you're showing the highlight of it. Now, granted, Okada, that is what was at the Genesis, or sorry, not the Genesis, the center of the Okada feud too, was this idea that, hey, you're you're not a one-trick pony, but like as long as you don't hit the one-winged angel, I can beat you. Uh, what if I trained for the one-winged angel? So, uh, yeah, I'm not keeping with supreme confidence, but uh, it's it's definitely crossed my mind, which is even more exciting. I can't wait for that rematch. It's bold. It's a bold, bold prediction, but uh, I'm going to kick it. I don't think so. Um, I think Kenny gets up on him and, and does hit it. So um, awesome. Yeah, that'll be worth to watch. You've done it again. You've planted a seed in my brain that I'm now not going to be able to now, even when I see the move happen, I'm gonna I'm 
I'm now buying a near fall uh, even two weeks out of, of it even happening. So, well, just doing my part. Now we get the aforementioned uh, Kanosuke Takeshita out with Dirty Dawn Callus. These guys are hated zoobs. This is this visceral. Is, holy. Visceral. You, no one would say these people like them. No one. Uh, filled with anger. Booze rained down. Now, I don't know if it was a miking thing or if last week's crowd was louder, but you could hear Don a little bit more. I thought he cut basically the same promo as last week. I don't know if he said or in his mind thought, oh, they literally didn't hear me last week. I can sort of just lean on that and reiterate, but he just sort of goes, I'm telling you about the real Kenny Omega. I'm a victim. Uh, it's all Kenny's fault. Everything you're seeing, everything takes credit for everything the elite's done. Jericho Omega in the dome. That was him too. Then Takeshita cuts a promo in Japanese. I think you and I are always a big fan of when people promo in their native language. Booze continue to rain down. Um, then Takeshita fights Damon Ace. He wins. Obviously, I almost thought I thought Damon Ace got a little bit too much offense, if anything. I think Takeshita could have just washed uh, Diet Sean Spears here. Uh, all due respect, I thought Damon Ace played his role well, but I'm just saying and this isn't about him. It's about Takeshita in service of Takeshita. And uh, I don't like the choice to Takeshita with no music, though. Mm. I, I, I think wrestlers should have music. I didn't like it with Tommaso Ciampa. I don't like it with Takeshita. Where are you I, on that? Do you have a strong lean? I, I I will admit that I the first time I happened with with Ciampa, I was like, that's cool. But I don't mm. think Takeshita's in that. I think you can get some big angry music for Takeshita. Why not? Why not I think it was a production totally. issue. No, there you go. Oh, was it? It, looks, it seemed like it to me because they lingered on commentary for long enough for them to sort of oh, laugh okay. and then and then when they walked out they commented like even the 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 guys in the truck uh don't want to play the music don't want to play the music oh yeah. okay so might have just been on both ends so thanks matt great correction we'll we'll stay tuned for that hope, hope that's the can't case get, can't get anything past this guy i love it Who, who's the nxt women's champion he knows how are they doing it he knows grayson waller what's he have to he know that's listen that's great production it really is. I love it because I hate when I'm listening to podcasts and the host just says something wrong and there's no one there to catch it in the moment. I have no problem with the chat. If it's an annoying, over-obvious thing, a misspeak, but if there's actual like information to, to add, I, I have no problem with it. And I appreciate uh, Matt being able to do it in real time. Appreciate you, Matt. Yeah. Um, Callus had so much noise in that room, says VZ. Absolutely did. This act has legs for miles. The eventual, listen, if it's not Will Ospreay, how about Takeshita kicking out of one and going to Angel? Well, we got to give it to someone here. And I think Kenny's road is uh, shorter than it is long. But I love these guys. Their alliances are still a little bit unclear, which I think is interesting. We can see where it plays out. Maybe his forbidden door match or actions uh, lets us know more about that. But it seems like him and Kenny are on a collision course no matter what at some point. Totally. Totally. It'll be, it'll be amazing when it happens. Amazing. Chris Statlander versus Anna J. Some people, I'm going to say this, Supes, and this is some people are really nice. Some people love Chris Statlander so much that they're saying this is a good match, and I I think that's wonderful. I think like I want to enjoy stuff on that level. I think that's that's really nice. Anna J is not up to the the level for me. There were like spots in this match where she just forgets to sell, and it makes the sequence make no sense. There, there happens twice. One, there she and I hate being this guy for the record. Like I'm not interested, but I'm just saying. Like there's stuff. 
my bar isn't that high. Like I never complain anymore, but like trios or tag rules not being followed at all. I understand that's just the world we're in, but I'm talking about like Anna J having a rear naked choke on Chris. Chris rams her back into the turnbuckle, which is what breaks the choke. But then Chris sells it, Anna J doesn't. And it's like, <laughs> then what broke the choke? Like, right. This, like this, like that stuff. That is the bar that has to be crossed. Like where it's like, well, this doesn't make like if you're not like it doesn't make any sense. And I'm I'm not I don't think I'm that picky for like oh this is breaking immersion. Like I think I'm really loose with it. But that was just like there were two moments I'm just like man this isn't really up to snuff and i thought a lot of the um chris offense looked fantastic the knee into the what was it it was the yeah the knee into the bile driver at the finish mm -hmm. that was outstanding a lot of fun strong power moves but just like i don't know just not not fluid at any point and some cool moves in there and you know good for chris and she feels big time but let's put her in a position to win she feels over she feels big time i think we're all worried about a star dropping after jade it hasn't really happened let's put her in a position to win put her out there with somebody like she has to go out there on dynamite like try and carry anna jay like we can't end with a daddy magic distraction spot and like tons of outside the ring like that's her trying to like meet in the middle with Anna Jay, but it's not about Anna Jay right now. It's a Chris Statlander's reign. And I would have loved to have seen, you know, we saw Amy Sakura recently, but somebody more in that vein, even if it is somebody a little lower on the card relative to Anna Jay. I thought, I thought this was uh, not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, not much to add. I'm right there with you. I just didn't think, uh, I thought Anna Jay has shown some, some development. I thought she's been uh, better recently. I just didn't, I just didn't think this was the right, um vehicle and i don't think it clicked in the way that we were hoping it, it would again to your to your agreeing with that uh, statlander still feels big it still feels exciting that you're getting statlander uh title defenses and I, I have no doubt that she will have good defenses in this run to come maybe anna j is just the sand woman i'm only interested in her in hardcore matches yeah maybe that is the hardcore legend anna j nothing yeah, that's exactly right so like, oh, here's the here's the Sandman in a submission only match. It's like I'm good, yeah, I, <laughs> I am completely fine. Maddie Mac saying I agree with the Zoops. There you go. Thank you, Maddie Mac. Feel free to chime in if you agree with me at any point throughout the show here, Maddie. Uh, we move on to Christian Cage backstage. He's attacking Brock Anderson. Zoops, this man is a sniper. For all things fatherly and uh, paternally, you is is you know the the father of the channel. How does this stuff hit you? <laughs> yeah, uh, tough to watch him. <laughs> tough, it's tough. No, I, I, I like the way it was executed with just sort of like um, banging in the background. You didn't know what was going on until yeah. the very end. Um, I thought it was clever. Um, Christian speaks is reliably great for me. So Christian speaking and Luchasaurus looking tough. Um, let's get these guys some gold to carry around. Do you think it's weird for Brock Anderson? You know, you talk about the second generation wrestler, but he is truly just, you are a prop for us when we need specifically Arn Anderson's son. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's all it's ever been. Right? It. It, was the, it was the exact same thing with, uh, I think Coleman Jr. The, yeah. And I, I know that, um, I think the, not the dark order, the, um, Oh, I'm blanking the name now. Uh, the House of Black went after him as well, did they not? For the exact same reason. I think that's right. Yeah. 
just for being second generation. No other, no other anything. Yeah. You're, oh, you're saying you must have had it easy. It's like, yeah. you, you think Brock Anderson has had it easy in wrestling? I don't think so. I think people have asked him about his dad a lot and like remarked that he looked sort of like a worse version of him. Good for Brock Anderson. What about his yeah. favorite food and hobbies are? Yeah, very yeah, curious, that's, right? That's a good uh, I like this. We cut backstage to Tony Storm and Ruby. Tony's doing, as a heel champion, a bit more of a, it's a little obvious, but like a nose in the air, traditional heel thing. Uh, there's no one on my level. Everybody knows that. I'm the greatest AEW women's champion there's ever been. And there's coming up a Britt Baker versus Sky Blue versus the returning Mercedes Martinez. Great to see. Versus Nyla Rose. Fatal four-way match. The winner of that is who Tony will defend against next. Yeah. A lot of good ways cool. to go there, Zeus. I, I'm kind of thinking Sky Blue is likely to take this. Are you, are you agreeing with me? That'd be a neat way to go about it, wouldn't it? Sort of yeah, I think a, so. Have somebody new. Have a, have some shenanigans. I think that would be uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm looking forward to that Fatal 4-Way. And, yeah. you know, I like uh, Mercedes Martinez's wrestling, so all good for me. Like stakes, like reasons for things to happen. Uh, I think it's exciting. And now we move on to our main event of the evening. It's Jay White versus Ricky Starks, the blow-off to a feud that has been, I think, months in the making. Am I right in saying that, Zeus? It's been over two months, you think? Since Jay White showed up, yeah. And if yeah. not before that, with, with Juice. That's right. Oh, yeah, sure. Certainly, if we count that, definitely. Um, I was happy to see this match. I thought it was good. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I was. I wasn't like super hooked by it at any point. Even though there were good exchanges, I thought some of the strike exchanges were really good between the two guys. I think my bar is pretty high for Jay White in ring expectations, and Ricky Starks is a guy that just remains sort of hard to me to get an exact bead on for whatever reason. Um, th did you like this one any more than me? And I also thought the chat too. Did uh, did they like this one any more than me? I think Ricky does a generally does a pretty good job of wrestling. Like he doesn't like the guy he's in there with. I agree with you that doesn't. I think you can sort of tell when Ricky when um when Jay has it in a higher gear or not. When he doesn't, it's clear because like you said before, he, he works sort of a he, he can work slow uh, at times. And when you're up against a TV time limit at the very end of the show, when you're like, okay, it's only going to be 12 minutes. Sometimes yeah. like, we don't really have the time to get after it slow. Um. Yeah, Jay White still it's still an adjustment. Jay White singles U.S. television. It's still it's just different. It just is different, and I don't know that we've hit the ground running on that um, just quite yet. I you know I thought it was fine. I, I think the the main event of Dynamite is a high bar to your point. Yeah, sure. Um, I did. I think it picked up. I think it mirrored the begin the opening of the show for me in that way, where I was like the the I was nerd at the beginning that they were ever going to find the pacing and ever going to find it um as always with bullet club you're sort of just waiting for the run-in the shit housing you're sort of waiting for it the whole time as well no matter sort of what yeah hovers over these things i do think jay did well in this match i'm i'm excited for a bigger platform uh which maybe isn't fair to ricky to him but i don't know i don't know that it felt like a big blow off i don't know that it felt like yeah. a main event um i might have moved some stuff around on this show to to do something else here in this spot. I thought it was good. I mean, I, I, it was a match I was looking forward to. Didn't It didn't blow my hair back. I'm not like, ooh, is that among the best matches they've had on Dynamite this year? That's for sure. I guess I'll speak an example. I just thought when I think of Jay White versus Trent, which is a 12-minute Rampage match, I like that like twice as much as I like this. I was able to get into Jay White versus Trent. And frankly, that had an even more set result. Like I never for a moment believed Trent was beating Jay White. I could sort of imagine Ricky Starks doing a welcome to the Fed guy 
uh, pin, especially I, I was also able to buy it like a medicine. It's like, you know what? If Jay White's already in the match with CM Punk, does he, does he need to be winning matches right now? But uh, alas, he did win. Matty Mack saying, I thought Jay was really good in this match. Torque Pendeloid saying, slow start picked up at the end. Yeah, I, I agree with both those things. I don't think anybody was bad. I just thought that Zoob said it better than me. For how long this has been going on and all the interactions, the eliminations in the Battle Royales, the big DQ sacrifice win by Ricky last time, it didn't really capture any of that. It was just like a rock-solid main event, I guess. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. And it leads us into, uh, I think, a bigger show next week. And as we said, not everything has to be molten, bubbling over, going into Forbidden Door. That's going to get it. It's going to get us there one way or the other, no matter what. Exactly agreed. Zoops, what do you think? Sticking with your 475? Yes, I think I am. I think I am. No movement from me either. And that will do it for our Dynamite review on tonight's episode of the AE Double Dude. So much to come on the channel in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. It's, 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 all, it's all going down. Zoops, anything you'd like to say to the people before uh, we get you out of here for the night? Just can't wait. Remember the Wrestling Brain Live? If you're looking for tickets, there's a couple left. Uh, send a DM, send an email. We'll get you in the building. We'll get you hooked up. We're going to have a great time in Toronto for Forbidden Door. Cannot wait to see you fellas in a couple weeks. Can't wait right back at you, brother. What a And, and it's fun, you know. The three of us are going to be sitting together there. Yeah. Crazy. It's nice to think about. It really is. It was, digitally, we sit together every week. That's right. Love and energy, Zoops. We'll talk to you soon, big brother. Love and energy, folks. 